I'm Karen. And I'm Michelle. We're sisters. And homeschool moms. Welcome to the Layers of Learning podcast. Where we talk about family-style homeschooling. Hi, welcome back to the podcast. This is Karen, and I'm here with my sister, Michelle. Hello. We are so happy to be podcasting again. It's one of our favorite things because we get to hang out together when we do it. That makes it the best. It it <laughs> and we don't get a lot of hangout time lately. No, we're too busy with school and kids and, I don't know, stuff. So a podcast day is a good day. It is. It's fun. Today we're talking about our daily routines, and we're going to talk about school first. But then we're going to expand a little bit on, you know, how homeschooling fits in with our whole lives. So, yeah, when I think about my daily routine, it really is our family's whole day, not just our homeschool. But we'll start with the school part. So, Michelle, what do you do every day, every school day, I guess? Yeah. So on school days, we wake up and we go straight into school. Like the kids will grab some cereal and they'll come sit at the table and, you know, people will just drift in. We don't change out of our pajamas. (laughs) You're pajama schoolers. We totally are. I'm kind of, I'm really lazy. We live in the country. No one ever comes to our house. I can wear whatever I want. (laughs) So So it just means hardly any morning routine. You just jump right into school. We really do. We, I mean, we, there might be 15 minutes between when I'm rousting everyone out of bed or when they're rousting me out of bed (laughs) and, and when we actually start school, but there's not a lot of stuff we do in the morning. So we go straight into school and then we have our morning meeting. And that lasts roughly 30 minutes. I don't time this stuff, okay? When, when we first started schooling, I felt like there had to be some sort of time and I had to keep track of the clock. I do not do that anymore. I've relaxed a whole lot. So it's probably about 30 minutes. We do CNN 10. It's a little news show that's made for kids that we watch every morning. It's 10 minutes. And then we do either a Mad Lib or a, we have a book that's a sentence a day where you correct a sentence. Or we have a quote that we discuss. We do something like that. And then I put our read aloud in our morning meeting. That's what we're doing this year. Our morning meeting changes up sometimes, but that's what we're doing right now. And then after the morning meeting, we do math. And that takes us about 30 minutes. And each of my children is at the point where they work independently on their math with a little bit of help from me if they don't understand it or if they need a pointer. And then I check their work and we fix any things that were wrong and you know, clear up the misconceptions. That takes about 30 minutes. That's actually fast. It is fast. I'm I'm shocked that you can do math in 30 minutes. I aspire to do math in 30 minutes. Well, it doesn't happen for it's us. It's fast because of the curriculum we're using at the moment. I have the kids doing the math essentials workbooks and they're designed to be 20 minute exercises. That's how they're designed. It's supposed to be short, but it's been really, really effective for my kids. They don't feel overwhelmed and the math lessons are right on target, right to the point, and they're learning it well. So it's working well for us. When we were doing Saxon, it was more like an hour a day. Yeah, we spend an hour because we're doing Saxon. So I 30 minutes is awesome, though. I like the 30 minutes, actually. It's working really good for us. The kids are getting the math, and they're, again, they're not feeling overwhelmed or overworked. It's It's working well. After math, we do spelling. And We do spelling out loud. Everybody is in the same room. And I have two kids that I have on the same list because they're close enough to the same level that I'm just doing the same words for them. And then I have my younger one who's on a different list. And so I just have at the moment only two lists I'm doing. I used to do like six different lists because I've got six kids, but three of them have graduated. They're gone. And so I've only got three that I'm still working with. And I just give them their words out loud. They spell them and then show me the word or 
or repeat the spelling of the word to me and we correct it from there. That takes us about 20 minutes probably. And then we do Latin and we do Latin all together. I love the Latin program we've got. We do Latin all together out loud up on the chalkboard. What Latin program do you use? We use a program called Getting Started with Latin. It's specifically written for homeschoolers and it's specifically written for people who have no Latin experience and it is very easy to use and I really like it. It's, it is perfect. And it's a great thing to do out loud altogether. It doesn't matter if you've got a six a year old, an eight year old, a 10 year old and a high schooler, they can all start Latin together at the same time. And you can do it as a family if you want to. That's how we do it. That's awesome. After Latin, we do writer's workshop and that there's more of a range of time that that takes us. It depends on what we're working on writing and how into it the kids are and, and, and so on. So it can take us between 30 minutes or maybe even up to an hour because again, it just depends on what we're working on. At the moment, the kids are working on fiction stories and my two oldest in particular have pretty ambitious ideas. They're wanting to write novels and I'm like, <laughs> how many years is this going to take us? But they're liking it and they're into it. And so we'll do a little writing lesson and then they go off and they do their writing. And so we can spend quite a bit of time on that. After that, we do our layers of learning stuff. And that usually takes us roughly an hour. Again, that's that's depends, you know, on exactly what we're doing for our project. And I don't time it. I mean, some days we might do something really short where we're just watching a video and doing a worksheet and we're done in 20 minutes. But most of the time it's like an, about an hour because yeah. we're doing a project. When it's the project things, it just takes longer because it takes more time to get things out and going and it, it's just yeah. a little bit longer, but and it we doesn't do, feel long. It doesn't feel long because it's fun. We do all that as a group together, everybody. And then the we finish with reading. And the reason I finish with reading is because I have readers and I can just tell them, okay, go read. And we set a timer. That is the minimum amount of time they read, but then it's the last subject of the day. If they want to keep reading, they can just keep reading and they're not feeling constrained or we don't have to interrupt in the middle of a, of a chapter or something. So your school day is pretty fast though. It is actually, we, we are done in under four hours. It's really fast. I like it that way. <laughs> We're usually done before lunch. That's impressive. We're never done before lunch. I know, but you do more stuff than me, Karen. You're more ambitious. I don't know. Our school kind of never ends. I feel bad when I tell people about our school day because I think they feel like they should be doing more. But for us, it's just kind of our life. I don't know. We don't necessarily end until dinner time sometimes, sadly. I, I'm actually kind of... I don't, when I compare myself to other homeschool moms, I'm like, oh man, I'm kind of lazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> but... <laughs> It, it works. My kids are learning a lot and they're enjoying it. And, you know, we get all the way through the algebra and, you know, we get all the stuff done. It's just, we do it shorter. I think partly, like, I'll be honest, when we do a read aloud, sometimes the kids are like, you have to read the next chapter. You have to read the next chapter over and over. And we might spend two hours reading if we're really into a book. Oh yeah. And, I don't, I don't think I ever read aloud for that long. Yeah. So for us, it's not like we're actually doing solid schoolwork the whole time, but we kind of fill our day with this because this is all we have going on right now. So I don't know. I don't think it's that I'm super ambitious. It's just naturally how our day fills up. But you know, I, I have learned to, to keep the number of subjects low. I, I don't like having tons of extra subjects. My kids who are in high school and stuff, they do their extra learning through ways that are not school. I, you know, I, we don't do a lot of electives. So I will have, you know, they they learn blacksmithing with the friend. 
they learn how to do auto repairs with my husband working on the cars, you know, I mean, yes. it's, but it's not school. So it feels like an activity, not like a school subject. Yeah. And they're not assigned it and I don't grade it. It's just, you know, they're learning life skills and doing electives in other ways than with textbooks or, or books and grading. and Right. And I yeah. think it kind of depends on what skills they're into and what they want to do. You know, every kid's going to look different in that. My kids are pretty into music. So we spend a lot of time with the piano being practiced and right now my two youngest ones are learning the recorder and they is, play violin is that is that on their school planner is that one of the things like practice is that in there it it has music and then they all have whatever kind of music they want to work on but it's not like I'm assigning them this is how many songs you have to practice and all of that it's just kind of part of our day but it is part of your school day and it, see, I don't I don't include things like that well, right now my kids aren't doing music. They all have done piano lessons. I made them all because I wanted them to have that musical education, even though we're not really a musical family. And I no longer have the piano. As soon as the last one was done with the piano, I was like, okay, we're getting rid of the piano. I didn't know you got rid of your piano. <laughs> I gave it to Nathan, my oh. oldest. Yeah. So you didn't get rid of it. You just passed it I, on I passed your it kids. on, yes. And and yeah, he's using it for his kids. So. Oh, that's or he, perfect. Or he will be. They're still little, but... <laughs> Well, my routine looks kind of different than yours. Um, we're definitely not like wake up and go straight to school people. <laughs> we all wake <laughs> up at different times. But I wake up before my kids do, like usually by a couple of hours. I'm kind of an early riser most of I'm, the time. Yeah, no. Mm -mm. Yeah, you get your best work done at night. <laughs> yes. and I get my best work done early in the morning. So I wake up pretty early and yeah, I come to the school room and I'm usually actually doing work like I, I do layers of learning I, work. Yeah. I get all of your orders ready and I, you know, do that fun <laughs> stuff. But, um, I do things in the morning and then we usually have breakfast together as a family. And that's kind of how I roused them all out of bed. It's like, Oh, that's, that's they, a good reward. If you get out of bed, it. you get fed. Yes. Right? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, get dressed and get ready for your day. That means making their beds and all of that stuff. And then they come down to breakfast and we all usually have breakfast together. And I don't know. We start school around nine-ish usually, sometimes eight. It depends on how our morning has gone, but it usually depends on how long I worked before I got breakfast ready more than anything. <laughs> but we start in the morning mostly at the same time. And we also have a morning meeting that we start with. Um, we do something called PSSP. It's just my acronym for prayers, scriptures, songs, pledge. And so we just like go through that little routine with our morning meeting and then I have my morning basket, and so we choose something out of that. We might look at a painting or read a story or whatever it is that we chose to do out of our morning basket that morning. And again, I don't hugely plan that. It's all just sitting there ready for us. And then we do our read aloud. And like I said, sometimes the kids are like, one more chapter, one more chapter, and that can go on for a long time. Sometimes it's just a quick thing. It just depends on our day and how into the book we are. If we're on the last few chapters of a book, there's no way we're putting it down. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't matter what we have scheduled that day, the read aloud is going to happen. But then after that, we do math. Um, usually our math starts with a math facts practice that's all together. And I'll grab like the flashcards or whatever and we practice times tables. And it's almost always an active thing. So we might be jumping on the trampoline while we practice math facts or just walking, you know, going for a walk or whatever, but it's usually something where we're up and moving. And then we sit down and do the math lesson. And like I said, ours lasts like an hour because we do Saxon. Um, my kids all do really well with math and they like it. So they don't mind having it 
last an hour, but that's just how it's always been. We've always used Saxon in our homeschool, so we're just used to it. I will say, Saxon has different parts, and we don't do all the parts of every assignment every single day. So at the beginning, it has letters, and that's kind of the problems that are the new concept that my kids have learned that day. And then it goes into the numbered problems. And I tell them either you have to do all the problems today or you have to do odds or their very favorite. I say you have to choose 10 and they get to choose any 10 problems they want out of the lesson. So if we have less time, then I just shorten their math assignment. And on Fridays, it's always just letters. They just have to do letters on Fridays. So they like Friday. After math, we do our reading and that's their independent reading. Our reading is really flexible. It depends on how much time we have and what we're in the mood for. And again, sometimes I have things that I need to do, so they read a little bit longer. Mine are all reading independently now, so we're kind of at that easy part of our homeschool where I don't have to be sitting with one and helping him read constantly. And then we do writer's workshop. And just like you, Michelle, that's really flexible. 30 to 60 minutes, usually it depends on what we're doing. Um, my kids do typing handwriting and then the mini lesson and whatever the writing assignment is yeah we we used to do handwriting do you know what just the other day i found out that my oldest son knows how to type <laughs> so, you didn't teach him to type no i did that? so i i had them do this this typing program on the computer you know uh-huh. and all this time i thought they were just messing around and hadn't really learned anything he's like no i was up to like i can't remember what he said huge number of words per minute he was like really good i was like oh <laughs> Oh, look, good. Look, I, I taught you something. Yeah, it was me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank heavens for typing programs. Yeah. yeah, my kids just use a typing program. And then after Writer's Workshop, we have lunch. And our lunch, I said that we homeschool throughout the whole day, and we do. But lunch is kind of big. We have, I mean, not the food. The food is just whatever <laughs> we grab. We, you know, the kids make their own sandwiches or eat leftovers or whatever. But every single day we play board games after lunch. Do you really? We love board games in our house. That is a lot of effort, Karen. It's no effort. <laughs> I tell the kids on the way down, somebody grab the game. And they go to the game cupboard and they get a game. And But playing games with kids is effort. No, I have raised gamers. They can now beat me at so many of the games. Oh. Like, like I trash talked them in Candyland when they were little. So they would be competitive enough to be a challenge to <laughs> you me. You trained them. I trained them. <laughs> So, yeah, we all play games. And on days that my husband Bob is home, he joins in, too. We all play board games every single day at lunchtime. And then they go outside and play after lunch. So it's like our lunch is actually pretty long most days because it's not just probably, lunch. Probably an hour at least, right? Yeah, you, sometimes more. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, our homeschool lasts all day, but not really because we take breaks and we do a lot of things in the middle of the day, too. So, yeah, we take kind of a lunch and play break. And then often just as we're ending the play break and some kids are still playing, they do a lot of their music at that time. So somebody will sit down at the piano or grab their violin or whatever, and then they swap and go play and somebody else plays the piano. And so it's kind of a relaxed little afternoon time um, after lunch for a bit. But then we all come back together and do our layers of learning subject for however long it takes for the rest of the afternoon. And that's why I said it sometimes goes till dinner. It's not really that it does. If we have something that we're going to do or something that we want to go do for fun, then we stop. But if we don't, we're just crafting and, you know, learning together, watching videos and reading. And it just takes however long we want it to take. It's really relaxed. It's not 
super stringent and feels like school. It's just kind of how we spend our afternoon. Yeah. And so this, this people, this is why it takes us so long (laughs) to get the next unit out in layers of learning that we're releasing because we're actually homeschooling and we've got full busy days. We're not just... We, we, if we had full time to write on this stuff, it wouldn't take quite so long, but oh, yeah, <laughs> we're, we're still raising kids. Yeah, we have families we actually makes it really rewarding to be doing layers of learning. Cause we're like, Hey kids, we want to try this out on you. And we try a new exploration with them that we want to write into it or, or whatever. Well, I think the fact that we're actually homeschooling, we're really doing it still is helping us to write better products. Like we're in the middle of it. So we know what homeschoolers need you know so yeah and our kids are test subjects they tell us no that's no good (laughs) (laughs) well I have one my youngest son is a crafting master like he is so good at making stuff and he's super artistic yes he really is and and so I will have him help me do a lot of this stuff and I'm like Harrison I need to do this but I can't figure out how and he knows like he'll figure it out he'll be like well mom here's how you do it (laughs) and we have readers who tell us this is a great book. You've got to recommend this to your families and stuff. So like our kids are involved in this whole thing more than we really talk about. They are actually, they are involved and they're, there are models and a lot of times they don't want to be for the pictures. And I'll be like, don't worry. You just have to be a hand model. (laughs) Do your kids ever celebrate? Like mine will go like, yes, my project made it in. Yes, they do. (laughs) They get excited. (laughs) And I'll show them the pictures. I'm like, look, here's you. And it's really fun too, looking back you know, 10 years ago at our kids or even five years ago, look how little you were in that picture. And they love seeing them in the books. It's fun even to watch how their work has changed over the years. And I mean, this curriculum is kind of like our homeschool scrapbook in a way. It's all the things we've done with our kids. It is a lot. So it's fun. But so what is the rest of your day, Michelle? What is, I mean, you talked about your school day. Do you cook dinner every night? Do you... Do yeah, your kids so, help you? So after school is over, and again, this is this is anywhere between noon and two, usually our school is over. And that all depends on when we started, right? It depends on when we got up, because I do not do super long school days. I like getting it done. But after that, everyone can go do what they want for the afternoon. The kids are free. They have, we usually don't have, at the moment, we don't have any afternoon activities. We have some evening things, but nothing that's afternoon. So we have free afternoons. They go in do whatever they do. I don't know what they do. And I go and work on layers of learning most afternoons. Well, you have like 10 acres. And so when they go and do what they do, they're adventuring, they're playing. Yeah. I mean, sometimes they're just reading a book in the other room or, you know, they're playing with Legos, but other times they're outside building a fort, whatever. You have a zip line. We have a zip line and we have a four wheeler and snowmobiles. You know, they, they go do what they want to do. There's a lot to do at your place. <laughs> there yeah. is. And then we, I make dinner every night and that's the meal of the day that the whole family eats together. We sit down at the table and we eat dinner together and that's ready around, you know, six in the evening or whenever, whenever I'm not, I used to be super like, it must be at this time. And I'd get so mad if my husband was home late and I have learned to just not care, but flexible. <laughs> We all, we all grow up, but, (laughs) and and then we do have a few evening activities. Our load at the moment is pretty low, partly because I only have three kids now that I'm dealing with my two, I've two of the older ones are still living at home, but they're in college and working and I don't even pay attention to their schedule. I'm, Sometimes I invite them to family activities and other times I don't. They're sort of living their own lives. They have jobs and they're yeah. going to community college and they, they're busy. Yeah. So I really have just three that I 
um, having to help schedule things for and plan things for. And those three are involved in scouts. And that's really our only activity at the moment. When they were younger, I made them all do one sport a year because that was our PE. And I, I wanted them to be physically active. I wanted them to have the opportunity to try different things. I wanted them to learn to be on a team and listen to a coach, have another adult tell them what to do sometimes. That was nice. Yeah. So. And you've done 4-H. Yes, we've done 4-H. And, and, and I mentioned, I've mentioned in other podcasts that we've, my kids have been involved in competitive shooting. They're actually doing that still too. But recently there's been kind of a, a break from it, but they will be starting that up again soon. So we have those kinds of things. So, and you also make your kids do chores. Like, do they do chores when? Oh yeah. So here's how I do chores. I, I love my chore method, <laughs> and it it has taken. It it took a while to train the kids, but now that they're trained, it is it is beautiful. So whenever I start making dinner, which is roughly five o'clock, I tell the kids, "Okay, guys, chore time. Come in here," and they all come in. And sometimes I tell them, okay, go clean up the house. And they just go clean up the house because they know what to do now. It took, you know, a long time to train them, but now they know what to do. So they don't have their will... individual, like, jobs? It's just clean no, the house. No, it's just, I just tell them, go clean the house. And they will clean it. Sometimes I will tell them specifically, hey, Isaac, you're going to go get wood and stack wood. We, we heat our house with a wood stove. So they'll have to stack wood or, hey, I need you to chop up some kindling or maybe Harrison, I want you to unload the dishwasher or, you know, I will have specific tasks sometimes, but a lot of times they're older, they've been well-trained and I can tell them just go clean up the house and they do it. They just get her done. Yeah. So do they do that while you're cooking dinner? Yeah, they do it while I'm cooking dinner. So I almost never sweep a floor. I almost never mop. I hardly ever clean bathrooms. I don't. Because you're they cooking. They do that. <laughs> they do it while I'm cooking. And then they do the dishes afterwards too. I'm yay. like, yay. See, that's what good training does right there. That's right. That's awesome. It is. It is good training. <laughs> and they'll grow up to be people who do that in their own homes too. Like take care of themselves. Yeah. I'm training, themselves. I'm training good husbands for somebody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your six boys are ready. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Well, we are kind of like that. I mean, I told you that our school day lasts a lot longer, but it's kind of flexible, like I said. But we definitely do have like dinner together as a family. My husband's a pilot, so he's gone more often than he's home. So it's usually just myself and the kids. Um, And our schedule kind of changes because he's a pilot. So most people have their weekdays and weekends, but we have our dad's gone and dad's home days. So when dad's home, we like to spend more time as a family. So we kind of treat it a little bit more like a weekend. So even if it's a Wednesday, sometimes you'll just not do school and you'll go do something as a family. Yeah, we we try to be a little bit flexible in that because we just need to. We want to be able to spend time together as a family and that's how it works for us. So that's not going to be what everybody does, but that's what we do. I'll tell you what, my, my husband used to be, first he was a soldier in the army. And then he drove truck, um, like long haul trucking, mm-hmm. and he was his schedule was crazy and weird and all over the place. Now, for the last few years, he's he's become a mechanic and he's working at a at an auto shop, and he's got a nine to five job and it is amazing. It <laughs> you, is amazing. You've never had that kind I've of. I've never had that. No, and it, it's it's like wow, this is awesome. I really <laughs> like it. Well, yeah, ours is. I've just had to grow into being more flexible. So we were raised. In a home where dinner was at six o'clock. Yeah. Every single day. Dad got home exactly the same time. Dad was a banker. It was like the same time. It was totally set in stone 
our schedule. Very regular schedule. And both of us have had to be far more flexible because of our husband's jobs over the years. Yeah. But, but yeah, my family, I mean, sometimes we have school when dad's home, but it's, Hey dad, come to school with us. Or, or he has things that he has going on too. Like sometimes he's got to fix the car or no, yesterday he had to fix a dishwasher. That's so, fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So anyway, you know, it, it changes, but in general, we kind of change our weeks depending on his schedule somewhat. Um, but we always try to have dinner as a family, whether or not he is home. And yeah, I have Alexa's in our house. And so it's kind of like an intercom system. So when I start fixing dinner, I just make an announcement and I say, hey guys, I'm making dinner. And then they know that they've got to go do their chores. I, and... I'm reduced to yelling. But... <laughs> you have to yell. It's... My house is actually all one level. We don't have an upstairs and downstairs. So I just... Hey guys, come in. <laughs> See, we and even have them me. in like our shop, like our little outbuildings that we have, because we have acreage too. And so if the kids are outside playing, they can even hear it as long as they're not too far away. So it's kind of like my, okay, you better have heard me because I'm cooking and then I'm busy and they have to do their chores. And they just have like a set list of, they know which rooms they're responsible for and what they have to do. And Does it rotate or do they always have the same room? Um, Who has to do the bathroom every single time? That's what well, I know. see, we have <laughs> we have Jack and Jill bathrooms and bedrooms. So like the girls share a bathroom and they have to clean their bathroom. The boys share a bathroom and they have to clean their bathroom. So they're each responsible for like their own little wing of the house right there. And then they each have one room that is like one does the family room, one does the living room, one does the laundry room. And that also involves like getting the mail and stuff because our laundry's right by our garage. So it's like that little area of the house. And then one does the entryway and the stairs kind of a thing. They each have a pet that they have to feed. So it's mostly like just their own stuff that they're responsible for. And that doesn't really change too much. Um, but then when they're done, they're supposed to come find me and they say, mom, I'm done. And then they get, we call it their superstar. It's like my job. That's the random thing. Like, okay, I need you to sweep the porch. It's the every once in a while things. Right. Like yeah. I, when my kids were little, I taught them, Whenever you're done with a job, you come back and you say, mom, what's next? Like I taught them, I would make them say the words because they would like to wander off to their bedrooms and go start playing or something. get distracted. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I had to train them to come back. Yeah. So mine are older too, like yours. So they're really well trained. It's just not a huge deal. I'm telling you, train them. It takes a lot of effort, but train them. It is so worth it. It's it now makes my life incredibly easy. Oh yeah. Like I'm I'm like you. I don't have to do much around here. I mean, I take care of my own stuff. I make my yeah. own bed, but I don't yeah. have to make their I, beds. I clean my own bathroom and I clean my own room and yeah. Yeah. So each of the kids does their own laundry even. I mean, I don't I haven't done the kids laundry in years. Yeah, same with me. When they're about 8, they can learn to do laundry. You know, so. And once they're trained, it's it's easy. It's not a big deal to my kids either. They don't feel like they work super hard because they're just used to what we do. Yeah, and, and it also solves problems like they become responsible for their own stuff. If you don't have jeans to wear, that's your fault. You know, <laughs> I don't, it's not my problem. I never have to think about it. I don't have to get them ready for things. They just, they do their they own. They learn to manage themselves They manage themselves, well. yeah. Yeah, and then my kids play outside a lot. Um, we have acreage too and four wheelers and a trampoline and a basketball hoop and so they like to play outside and so we do a lot of that sometimes in the middle of the school day when I can tell they need a break or sometimes we end because I can tell that it's time to go play you know 
Um, right now, we don't have a lot of outside activities going on either, um, partly because most things are canceled, you know, right now. Um, but even when we do have sports and things, I limit how much we can do because it becomes too yeah. much for me, especially with a spouse who's gone a lot. I have to you be can't able be to, in two places at once. Yeah, yeah, I have to be able to manage it all. So I do have my kids involved in things in a limited way. They're not, you know, they can each do one thing for the year. Like, yeah. So what I said that I make my kids do one sport. I don't anymore, but I did when they were younger. Uh-huh. But I only let them do one sport. Like you had to choose. Right. Are you going to do basketball or soccer? Because I had six kids and my husband was never around to help with it. So it was just me. So. Yeah, I had to limit that too. Yeah, it becomes impossible to be in too many places. And so it's better if you don't over plan and over schedule. And I don't like being that stressed. I like I like a happy life. <laughs> it's yeah. important. Yeah, I'm when I'm happier, my kids are happier, everyone's happier. And the main thing that makes me unhappy is when we get so busy that I can't keep up. Yes, it's so stressful. Yeah. So we do a lot of things just as a family. Like I said, the board games, the... We often all go out and play basketball or I'll go out and jump on the trampoline. One of my daughters and I, we go walking almost every day. Um, It just depends on what we're doing. We live down the street from a lake too. So when it's good weather, we go down there just about every day. Um, But it's a pretty relaxed life that we have, even though it feels really full. We're never bored. Never, never bored. Um, We have pretty early bedtimes and again... We don't have an exact bedtime. We don't have an exact anything. No, we don't either. And I, you know, I honestly never really have had a bedtime for my kids. I think that comes with homeschooling because you don't have to have a certain time when you must get up. So you don't have to have a certain time when you must go to bed either. You know, I mean, I think we have a lights out, I guess, where I'm like, okay, everybody go to your room and we're going to be quiet. But I don't go and check on them, make sure they're actually sleeping. But I think that what I do, and I think you do this too, I've never really had a schedule. Yeah. We just have really good routines. Yeah, so, yeah, that's what we do too. We're never up until 11. We don't do that. But every day is more or less the same. The routines are the same. The routines are the same and we have a rhythm. Yeah. And we just keep the rhythm going and it's flexible enough to adapt as we need to adapt. But it's organized enough to keep us all knowing what to expect and on track. So I don't know. That's what That's what our days look like. So what about... Karen, your kind of your yearly schedule. What does how do you organize your year with homeschooling? Um, well, we have often kept a very traditional school schedule, like the let's start in September, like September first ish, you know. So when the public school is in school, you're in school. Yeah, um, we started doing that because we lived in a neighborhood, and I taught piano lessons every afternoon. I don't do that anymore because we live out in the country now, but. We needed to keep that schedule. I mean, I even had girls that came over to our house in the morning that I tended, and then I dropped them off at their public school. So we just had to do that because of the life that we were living in the neighborhood that we lived in. And, you know, if my kids saw all of the neighborhood kids playing in the street, they weren't going to happily sit in our school room. <laughs> right. You know? your, your breaks had to be the same time that school breaks were. Yeah. So because of years of doing that, we just kind of settled into the main public school schedule. And now my oldest, she is 
she's a senior in high school, but she goes to our community college and she's she, actually doing most of her classes there, right? She has all of her classes. There. Okay. This is her second year and she'll, at the end of this year, she'll have her associate's degree. So Yay. she's full time down there completely engrossed in campus. Um, but she lives at home. And so we kind of keep with the campus's schedule now because when she goes to school, we have school. And when she's home, we, you know, Right. Don't. It makes sense. Yeah. So ours is like that, but it's just like that because of our outside lives more than because that's how I want school to be. But again, we do take extra time, like, like for example, a week of a holiday. Like if it's Thanksgiving week, we might take that whole week off. Or, you know, we often will take a week in the middle of winter just because I need a break for a week or whatever. I don't know. We do mostly school schedule, though. When my kids were really little, we schooled year round because there was no reason to stop and they just got bored. There was nothing else to do. And that was, you know, that's what we did. And it was only half of your day anyway. It was just the morning. Well, it still is only half my day. Well, yeah, (laughs) I'm saying you could still probably do that, but it's not like you were spending full, full time schooling. It was just. Yeah. And, and my kids, you know, they were little, they weren't involved in a lot of this stuff with the other activities activities and stuff that that were school dependent but now we we school pretty much this public school schedule except that you know I go from September through the end of May that's when we end the yeah, very end of that's May that's what we do too and then I take 4 weeks off during the year so most months have four complete weeks in them and then there'll be a couple days extra right uh-huh. so occasionally though there's a month that has a fifth week and on those fifth weeks, we always take that fifth week off because it gives us, it, it spaces the breaks out through the year and helps us be more, I don't know, it's, it's fun to have a break and then it's fun to get back to school. Like you're bored after that week and you want to get back to school. So it helps my kids stay enthusiastic, helps me stay enthusiastic, and we still have enough weeks that we get schooling in through the year. Well, so. and those fifth weeks are like really well spaced actually. They are. They end up being well spaced through the year. It works out really well, so... That's what I do. So October has an extra week, usually. It, yeah, it, it depends on the month. I mean, it depends on the calendar, the way the days are falling. But yeah, usually October, there will be an extra week. And then usually in, like, March, there's an extra week. So And you take time off and then, at Christmas, And then we take right? Christmas. We take two weeks at Christmas, just like the schools take two weeks at Christmas. Yeah, that's what we do, too. My husband always has off work between... Christmas and New Year's that one week the shop closes and they just don't they don't do they don't fix your car I'm sorry so <laughs> so don't break down don't break down they, they just close the shop for Christmas week and so we never of course want to do school during that time because we're that's family time family and holiday stuff yeah yeah I think you know exactly how you schedule your school day and exactly how you schedule your school life is going to depend so much on your personal family needs and the way that you do it. There's not a right and a wrong way. It's just you have to play around with it a little bit and see what works for you. And in different seasons of our lives, and my personal homeschool, it's been different. It's evolved. It's changed over time. I used to always think that I was getting closer and closer to the perfect setup. Right. (laughs) And then I realized, no, it's always going to change. It's always going to change. Every year we change a little bit. Well, your family dynamics change. I mean, I used to be homeschooling six kids. You know, there was a time when I had a baby and a toddler and now I'm down to only three kids and they're all independent. You know, it's completely different. Well, and don't you think, Michelle, that it's good to have some of the changes? I love our routines. I love how we know what to expect. 
But at the same time, it's kind of good to have a little breath of fresh air and have a few little changes that come year after year. Yeah, I agree. Well, that's why our morning meeting changes up. That's why, you know, the order that we do our school subjects in changes every year. I always get the kids input. Do you want to do math first or last during the day? You know, I let them decide some of that stuff and changing it up keeps it fresh. You know, maybe you want to experiment with schooling in the afternoon and never do school in the morning because that's when you get your housework done or whatever. You know, it's it's just different for different people. And there is no perfect schedule. No, there's not. It doesn't exist. I mean, some people school just four days a week. Others do it five. Some just school on the weekends. It, it, it Maybe, you know, if you're a working parent, you might school in the evenings and on the weekends. It just depends. I had some years where I took Fridays off and we always went on a field trip on Friday. And sometimes it was just the park or the library, but we had field trip Fridays. We're not doing that this year, but we've done it some years. And so it's good to have little bits of changes that happen and little breaths of fresh air. Yeah. And I think accepting that it's okay for that to not have the perfect schedule, you know, I, that's, and to realize that it's going to evolve. That's good. It's good to just accept that it's, it's fine to change. And little by little, you find what works for your family. You do. Thanks for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a rating wherever you listen. Ratings and comments help people find happy family-style homeschooling. Visit us at layersoflearning.com, at Instagram, and on our Facebook group. And make sure to tune in next month for the next podcast. In the meantime, we wish you happiness in your homeschool. Have fun learning! learning.